0: Hello and welcome to travel time on the next stop on our mother and son battlefield trip. We actually stopped in Hershey, Pennsylvania. We stayed in Hershey the night before at the Hilton garden inn and planned to visit chocolate world and Hershey park the next day. We purchased our tickets for both online before heading on vacation. I highly recommend this. I know I say it on a lot of the podcasts, but at Hershey park, it allowed us to skip the line at the gate and enter more quickly. At Chocolate World, for me, it was even more of a benefit to book online because the activities have set entry and event times in a lot of cases. It was even more of a benefit to book online because the activities have set entry and event times. And this allowed us to pick the ones we wanted to do and have not very much downtime in between. So we could have at least a half day still left to explore Hershey Park. One note, if you happen to be an electric vehicle driver like we are, they have a charge point. charger right by the door to Chocolate World. So when we arrived, the parking attendant actually immediately asked us if we wanted to use the EV charging area, which I thought was really nice because usually at a lot of places in like theme parks and stuff, you have to ask to go to the EV charging lot for them to give it to you. This person automatically recognized it, sent us that way. If you happen not to be asked, you can ask to be directed to it here. There are four EV charging spots. If you're going to both Chocolate World and Hershey Park, you can easily walk between them. So you could leave your car there pretty easily if needed. We got enough of a boost while we were in Chocolate World that we didn't need to do this. So we did move our car over to the, we moved our car over to the amusement park side of the parking lot, just so if anyone else needed to charge, we could open up the space. There were three spots open when we got there because we got there right when they opened. But by the time we left, all the spots were full. So we were just trying to be helpful to someone else who might come along and need it. We were able to book activities right at the opening of Chocolate World. They queue people up outside if you arrive before the first timed entry start, Parallel to the opening of the building, but the entry was pretty quick after that. We started at the 40 chocolate movie. This to me was fun, but not maybe our favorite activity of the day. Uh, we enjoyed it, but it wouldn't be a must do for me. Like pretty much every activity at Chocolate World, you do get a couple pieces of chocolate on the way out. And of note, when preparing for this episode, I did see this movie is scheduled to close September 5th permanently. So if you happen to be going in the very near term, You'll be able to see it if not just know that that one's probably not going to be open and it sounds like they're going to be replacing it with something entirely different we went next to hershey's unwrapped a chocolate tasting journey this to me was a real fun little show that included a little box of chocolates to taste for everyone who attended so they talked you through like a storyline and as you got to different points they would have everybody taste the same chocolate during the tasting it was a cute show and a lot of fun I enjoyed that one quite a bit. We next headed to the chocolate tour ride. This is a fun little ride. It's not through the actual chocolate factory or plant, but it does explain how chocolate's made with fun characters and mock-ups of the machines that are used, so it can kind of give you an idea of the process. The ride takes about 30 minutes, and this one doesn't require a reservation. It's a continuous loader, so you can pretty much get in line and it's constantly loading. The lines are the lowest early in the day and at the end of the day. And this one is free with admission to Chocolate World. And at the of course, the end has a free chocolate. Last but not least, we did the Create Your Own Candy Bar. This was a fun activity, although a little bit pricey, something we had not done before. You start out by getting into your apron and hairnet, and you get a scan card to use during the process. And then you step up to a kiosk where you can enter your name, and you get to pick what you want to include in your candy bar. So... First, you select a base. You can select dark chocolate, milk chocolate, or white chocolate. And then you pick options for inside the bar. So there are things to choose from, like chocolate cookie bits, crispy rice, Heath toffee bits, pretzel bits, butterscotch chips, or caramel chips. And I will note that occasionally one of those ingredients might not be available. Like when we were there, butterscotch chips weren't available. It looks like like from time to time, if, they have, if they're low on an ingredient or if the line can only handle so many a time depending on the day you go all those might not be available you can also select toppings so after the bars robed in chocolate toppings to go on top of that Um, and sprinkles are an example of what you could pick for that the next stop is the candy bar creator machines you scan your card and then a bar comes out a base a base bar they call it that has kind of a hollowed out center section and in that section your bar will pass under packs under some dispensers that shoot out the filler that you've picked. So if you picked like crispy rice and pretzel bits, as it goes under those spouts, it will release some pretzel bits and it'll release some crispy rice. And then the bar goes under the enrober and the enrober puts melted chocolate over the top of the bar and seals the fillings in. And then it goes onto the topping where it will shake the sprinkles if you've picked those. And then it goes into a chilling process. While it's in the chilling process, you can create your wrapper at a screen. And so you create a custom wrapper of your own. You can put your name on it. They've got a lot of little stickers you can pick from to put on there. And then once you hit enter and that goes in, the bar comes out of the chiller. They put it in a little aluminum box and then wrap the box with your label. So really cute. I will say the bars are big. They're not small. So... For example, we didn't even try to eat the bars right after we got out because they were pretty big and we'd had chocolate at literally every single show that we'd been to. So we were saving ours for later. I think your average small child is probably going to be a lot of chocolate for them to eat in a whole bar. It's not a regular candy bar size. It's a little bigger. Just kind of plan ahead that you might be taking part of that home. One note, and this is kind of related to that. I didn't think ahead on this point. Since we went to chocolate world first, We had those chocolate bars and like a few of the chocolates we'd been given earlier that we hadn't eaten yet. And we were headed into Hershey Park on a fairly hot July day. And so that was obviously an issue I should have thought of in advance (laughs) because the chocolate wasn't going to survive in the car. For us, it worked out because we, I mentioned we had an electric vehicle. We have a Tesla and they have options of camp mode or dog mode. And with those, you can actually keep the climate controlled when you're not in the car. And so you normally don't use it for that long a period, but in this case, we did keep the chocolate going. It does eat up battery if you have an electric vehicle and you're considering doing that, but we had plenty to get to our hotel. So we went ahead and did that just because I hadn't thought ahead and brought a cooler or anything. So if you are going to Chocolate World first and then to the park and it's a hot day, you should definitely either pack a cooler with lots of ice in it to try to keep the chocolate cold and keep it from melting, or if you're staying close by maybe run the chocolate back to your hotel and then go into the park. So just something to think ahead. Another option would be to maybe do Chocolate World second instead of first so that you're in the cho- in the park in the cooler part of the day and then you're leaving Chocolate World with your candy all your candy and presumably going home. Or on the previous visit that we, I mentioned in the Gettysburg episode, we had been to Gettysburg once before. It was actually while we were staying in Hershey that we went to Gettysburg before. And when we were in Hershey on that trip, we actually spent like two or three days in Hershey and we did them on separate days. So a couple different ways you can play that if you want to do both, but I'm just mentioning in case like us, you're trying to do them on the same day. On our first trip to Hershey Park, my son was much younger and we also did Zoo America, which was a fun section attached to the park. The zoo contains all animals from around North America, which is pretty unique. It's worth checking out. It's it's very nicely set up. And if it's your first visit to Hershey, I actually recommend a two or three day Hershey park ticket if you wanna see everything that they have. For example, for example, through Chocolate World, they also offer the option for a trolley tour and Zoo America is included in the Hershey Park ticket. So those are two things we did on our last longer trip that we didn't have time for in this one day trip for our longer mother and son entry to the zoo. Those are two things that we did have time for in our last longer visit, but we didn't have time for on this one day stop in Hershey. We really like the Howler and Reese's Cup Fusion. And had fun on Laugh Track and Trailblazer, just to name a few. This particular sun is not really super into roller coasters. And that coupled with smaller crowds, because we were still kind of coming out of the pandemic and things were just opening back up, meant that there were not a lot of really long lines, which was really nice. Um, allowed us to do a lot of things twice, um, not have to stand out in the hot sun too long. Also allowed us to make take advantage of a half day in the park and still do quite a bit of the things we wanted to do. We loved all the like the interactive rides and the spinny rides, what we call them, the ones that go in circles and stuff like Scrambler and the Howlers. Also in that rain, one thing we weren't used to um, that came up when we came to eat there are a lot of chain restaurants in the park, so a lot of the food vendors are not like unique to the park restaurant type chain restaurants that are in the park. It's nice if you like the consistency. I've never seen that many licensed restaurants in a park. So it's just something different for us. It wasn't good or bad, just different. This park really has a fun atmosphere and it's a fun one to visit. Um, Definitely recommend it. It's a very nice family park. Lots of good rides for families to join, but also quite a few roller coasters and things for the older kids or the young adults. I really enjoyed that. In a normal trip, I probably would have gone on some of the roller coasters if all four of us were there because my older son and I really enjoy the roller coasters. But on this trip, like I said, we just didn't do them, which actually kept us out of a lot of the longer lines, which was also nice. We did the the park in about a half day because a smaller subset of rides we narrowed it down to that we were going to try to do. Generally, I would plan on doing a whole day in the park if you want to see more of it. We also didn't do the water park. I would say if you want to do the water park, if you want to do the zoo, if you want to do the More of the amusement park, it's definitely a two-day park. You could probably even stretch it into three if you had the time and just want really love really love amusement parks. But I would consider it more of a two-day park if you're trying to see everything in the park, and that's not including Chocolate World. Chocolate World can be a whole other day of activities if you'd like. So if you're in Hershey for three days, maybe two days at Hershey Park and a day at Chocolate World if you want to kind of see everything. Um, we did chocolate world in a half day, but we didn't do the trolley tour, which is a two or three hour tour that takes you through town and talks about the history of the town. We did do that on our first trip to Hershey and it's really interesting. So I would definitely recommend it. And the tour guide was really fun the first time we did it. So I would have, I would definitely consider doing it again just for a second visit where we only had one day. That's not where we decided to spend our time for that day. In short, highly recommend that for a fun family day. Um, We ended up staying that day in Harrisburg so that we could head out the next day for the Flight 93 Memorial on our way home, which is already out in another podcast episode. So you can check that out if you'd like to. Happy travels.